Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's going on, everybody? What's up? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole, here with another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole. I don't think she knows I'm a fan. Okay. But have you seen Acrimony? I'm just saying. Do you watch BMF? And if you don't, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Asiana Alexis is with me now, and she is starring in uh, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, Mary J. Blige is turning up, y'all. We had Strength of a Woman conference here in Atlanta, and now she's doing some great things with Lifetime. Mary J. Blige is Real Love and Strength of a Woman. They premiere on Lifetime Saturday, June 10th, 8, 7 Central, and then Saturday, June 17th, 8, 7 Central. And Asiana's leading the, she's leading the charge on this. And doing an amazing job, I must say, because I cheated and I saw Real Love. I haven't seen Strength of a Woman yet, but I first need to ask you, how are you doing? Because it seems like you've been working a lot. Oh, I am just great. I'm living the dream right now. You know what's so crazy? Everyone keeps saying, I've seen the film. I'm like, how everybody's seen the film but me? (laughs) So tonight will be the first night that I actually see Real Love all the way through. So it's like excitement, nervousness, yeah. but I'm just, I'm really blessed and happy that I had a leading role and I can just see myself, you know, in that light. Well, it's fun that you're happy now. I think you'll be even happier when you see it. <laughs> and one of the things that I really appreciate about you as an actress is your range. You can be bitter. You can be sweet. You can be <laughs> soft. You can be sassy. You can mm-hmm. be mad. You can be happy. We, you're really able to do that in a way that's very, very convincing. Thank you. So with that in mind, how did this film in particular stretch those muscles for you? Oh, it was fun. You know, it was like, ooh, I could like dig in my toolbox. I always tell people kind of what you say. I'm a beauty and a beast because everything in between is a lot that can happen. Yeah. And so I think this film is just something that allowed me to do that and show my range. And it's just so exciting to like have an opportunity to be able to do that and just represent the young actors and actresses mm-hmm. actresses out here and show them like we can do it. You know, yeah. we can lead a show, a movie and be in theater. So I hope it, you know, opened doors for many more young actors after me. What was it about this script in particular that really drew you? You know what it is? It felt like it felt like something we're missing in our time. Like when mm. I read it, it was like gave me a little bit of love and basketball, a little bit of love Jones. And mm-hmm. so I actually watched a lot of those movies before I did this because I felt like it's going to be that classic for our culture, yeah. you know, in this time period. And I was like, wow, I'm really about to be a part of something like that. And I grew up watching these like Yeah you know all the time it just gave me that classic love story that I think the world needed right now I have to agree with you there I was I was talking to Saya before we started cutting the cameras and mics on and I said it gave me a love and basketball tease a few times I'm like and this is my favorite movie so I got really excited Mm -hmm. um but one of the things that I love about this film is just it shows the layers to love Mm -hmm. and there's an unpredictability about it as well that I think is important especially for this time for people to understand love can look a lot of different ways for a lot of people So for you, what's the biggest kind of characteristic or layer to love that you want people to walk away with when they see this? Love is, what's the magic word? Unpredictable. Mm. I think that's, you know, a good thing. It's like, 
even what you walk away with from this film, it doesn't mean that's what it'll be for you. You know, love takes you on really an adventurous journey. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. But I think in the end, if it's right and it's meant to be, it always works out for the best. Yeah. And you know, the real love, like they say, it always comes back or it lasts. So You mentioned real love. And before I dig a little bit deeper into the question that you just answered, what? how did you feel when you first heard real love versus when you listen to it now? Like, you know what? That's so crazy because filming this project, it, you go on an emotional journey. You know, when you're younger, you like singing all these old school songs, but you don't even have experience. And when you yeah. get older and you go through stuff and you really go through heartbreak, it hits different. Like you really hear the lyrics from a whole different perspective. Yeah. And so sometimes when I would be riding to work in the morning, I would be listening to Real Love and like going through each scene is so strong and it was mm. very emotionally draining to do it. They're like, it almost made me cry. Like when I watch, I think when I see the end of Real Love, I'm going to cry. Because it's just yeah. kind of like when you play these characters, you almost, you know, personally go through it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of toil on you, your mind, your body, everything. And so to kind of sit back and watch that, it's like you signed out. But yeah. it's definitely a big part of your life in a weird way, you know. Okay, so you leading me to my next question. It's almost <laughs> like you're in my brain. So without getting too much into your business, is there, is there a part of a love story that you've been a part of in your personal life that you're able to pull from and impart into I this film? I you're going with this. Which is how cleanly I asked you. It, know you know. I don't know if artists out there, if y'all go through this, but any actor and actresses, it's so weird. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if just the stars align or... But every single role I've had in my life, for some reason, it either ha- something similar, it's not exactly the same, but something similar happens while I'm shooting it, mm. or it happened right before, or it just magically happened right after. And I'm like, how, how is this happening? You know, so I have this thing in my head whenever I want a certain type of role, I get myself involved. Like, mm. I'm looking forward to doing more action and boxing. So right now I'm like in boxing classes, doing boxing nonstop, because right when I do it, Next thing you know, hey, yeah, we have this role for Ajana and What? And I don't know what it is. It's like the weirdest thing. And I feel like a lot of actors and actresses go through it because I ask them. And they're like, yes, I don't, I can't even explain it. It's almost like magic. So did you fall in love before you filmed? Is that what you're telling us? Uh, Maybe. Actually, yeah, you know what? It's so funny because I have music coming out, right? Mm. And it talks about basically my whole love journey and... I filmed or did this project before I even started this film. And so it's crazy because I have a song coming out, too, that's going to be on the soundtrack. And it comes out June 10th, y'all. Come on, then. And so it was crazy because I had that song before, and I write very personal. And then Mm. the song, I showed it to the producers. Everybody heard it. They're like, this fits perfect. And when I look back through my whole project, that's what I'm saying. It's just crazy because it kind of happened before in the middle and the end with this movie because it's such a big time span. That my project kind of it tells it's gonna tell a lot about what I was going through. <laughs> okay, um, manifester. It, I guess. I hope that rubs is. off on me. Let me. I'm trying to think of something I want real quick, yeah, and then let we let can. Let me blow it to you. Thank you, money, <laughs> millions of dollars. Amen. Right. <laughs> I want to talk about your chemistry with Da Vinci for a little bit because I just it felt so authentic mm-hmm. and organic to me. How did you guys, because you've done BMF together, how did you, you know, were there conversations that you had prior into going to this project? or while you were doing the project that you wanted to ensure, I want people, we want people to believe us on screen. Yeah, well, with BMF, you know, me and Da Vinci, we had more of a homie, what's good yeah, type yeah. You know, energy and vibe. But it was cool because we already had that kind of 
friendship just thing going on. Yeah. And so, you know, like what they say, with love that really lasts, usually it's some, one of your friends that you didn't even look at. You're like, yeah. what the? So when I look <laughs> back at it, I was like, maybe that does work for the film. And it was like weird making that transition because it was just kind of like, we're kissing like this. <laughs> but it worked because, you know, the film shows from their first kiss to like, you know, yeah. going through a whole decade together and after and what's in between. So I think that the film also helped build that chemistry and just made it more real. And just on top of us already having that type of friendship and communication. Yeah. And, you know, we hung out outside of the, you know, BML filming set in yeah. general that I'm actually happy it was someone like him because we moved pretty fast and we did two films. Yeah. So it's like to kind of have to build a chemistry quick. It kind of worked naturally and very, it was very organic. And like you said, I think it just shows yeah. the realness in it. Absolutely. Is there one thing about him as an actor that really stood out to you or that you appreciated that you hadn't necessarily noticed prior to doing this film? No, one thing I think we connected on was that he always asked me for advice. And I hmm. think with this one, because we had a different type of chemistry and we worked more and more every single day, yeah. I really love that he's he's very willing to learn and he wants to grow and he... He does push himself, yeah. and he's able to, you know, listen, take it in, and adjust. And I yeah. think as an actor or actress, I think that's an important tool to have, to be able to listen, take a note, and quickly adjust. Yeah. yeah. In in real love, I, you know, we, we see your character go through a very traumatic experience, mm -hmm. and we also see her go through it alone. Not because she doesn't have anyone to necessarily confide in, but because it's so traumatic, she's she's really in this lane, this isolated kind of emotional space. Mm -hmm. um, exploring these types of circumstances on screen, what do you hope women take away from, or how do you hope they're empowered in being able to truly tell their story and, and to trust others with it as well? You know, I think that's just an ongoing thing we yeah. have in general from way back to even to right now, you know. I have a lot of strong black women in my family, from my aunts to my grandmothers to my mom. Yeah. I don't have any sisters, but even friends and coworkers I've worked with. And one thing I know about black women is that they do go through a lot alone, and they're very much the backbone, and they don't tell people what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, they have this tendency of just being strong and shielding themselves and just getting through it. But I think right now in our generation, mm -hmm. we're kind of having this moment of like, you know, positive energy. Yeah. You know, people's pushing therapy more and talking and kind of finding their community to feel free and safe to have that safe space. So I really hope this film is something about, you know, if you do go through it alone, because sometimes people, some people just don't like to talk about it. And I yeah. get that too. Like, it's easier said than done. And, oh, girl, go talk to somebody. Because then you go <laughs> talk to somebody and then they go tell your business. Right. Like, I can't trust <laughs> nobody. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a very tricky situation, but I just want to, for the women who have gone through anything, I thank them because they inspire me, you know? And yeah. it's like, whatever you're going through, you know, you I can't say what it's for, but it mm -hmm. does inspire more people than you know. And so I appreciate the black women out there that's, that's strong for the generations because they've, you know, they've taken us a long way. Absolutely. Speaking of black women that are strong for the generations, Mary J. Blige. Oh, yeah. I think she's one of them. Absolutely. Um, what was it like for you just to be able to work with, with her and meet her? You know what's crazy? I haven't met her yet, but I'm excited <gasps> wow. to meet her. Yeah, I haven't met her yet. Hopefully, I think I may meet her in New York soon. And Great. so, But I did see her perform at the Strength of a Woman Fest, mm -hmm. and 
we talk about just her journey. You know, I think her journey alone is a big example of a strength of a woman. And yeah. so, you know, she wrote that song and it goes, you know, very much along with her journey and about it don't matter where you are, where you go, if you hit here, rock bottom, she's like a true definition of resilience. Yeah. And I think Kendra is also um, a good definition of resilience. So it's cool to see her, you know, on tour right now and just giving it her all and her best, and that's inspiration. What's one question you would want to ask Mary when you meet her and why? Girl, how you be dancing them boots all day? <laughs> <laughs> how your legs so strong? You know, I wore boots to the strength of a woman fest. Don't change your and And if things, oh my goodness, I could, I had to sit down every 10 minutes. And I was like, she's on tour with these. Like, yeah, that, that's some leg power. <laughs> how do you come down from these roles? Because you, again, we you got a lot of range and you go to a lot of dark depths at times. How? Yeah. Do, what is your coming down process from, from mm -hmm. this? You know, it's very hard, actually. Sometimes, you know, well, this is what I started doing. I started signing out every single night. Because you can't, like, go in so deep that by the end of the project, you just like, I'm going to help me out. I need to get out of this too much. And so I really do try my best, you know. At the end of the day when I film, I literally sit in my trailer for just like five, ten minutes, whether it's just some silence, breathing. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, Ajana, here you go. You know, when you get home, even though you have a lot to do when you come back, I'm just like, chill. What What do you want to do? So yeah. I go pay, play pool. I do stuff that I like to do to try to sign out and still know who Asiana is. Yeah. At the end of the day, make sure I'm good, check in with myself. And I think that really helped if you do it on a daily basis. So yeah. By the end of the project, you like... You're gradually releasing. So it's for me, every time I do a scene, I'm releasing it. Whew. Like, you know, I, I did that. Release it. Like, take yeah. time to release after each day, not wait till the very end of the movie. I love that. What's next for Asiana? Because you talked about the music. I'm sure there's more acting, you know, in store. But what are you most excited about? What can we look forward to? Taking over you? the world. Come on <laughs> and take over. Manifest it. So when she's the next president, just know <laughs> just she manifested it right here. <laughs> America, Asian, I'm <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm the music for me. Like I said, I've done music. It was my very first thing I've started since, since a child. Mm. So my music's going to tell so much about me. And on top of that branding, like I love beauty. I love makeup. I love fashion. I also do a lot of public speaking with having a self-worth and positive self-esteem self and woman empowerment. So, yeah. you know, starting my organization and my foundation, Dream Big, is something that I've always wanted to do as a kid because my first single that I actually wrote was called Dream Big. So mm. having a Dream Big foundation that where I'm able to kind of teach people and help them really, yeah. you know, if I were to just have everything I have right now or like everything I could dream of, like definitely a foundation and kind of um, just being that, that new trailblazer because we are, you know, the new generation. Yes. We're the new wave. And it's like you have to recognize that and be like, all right, what are you going to do with what you have to, like, pave the way? Yeah. You know? And just kind of grow. Just keep learning, learning myself, everything, you know. So just pushing myself and stretching myself. Well, you're doing a great job. Thank and you. you keep talking about the new wave and the next wave where you, you are part of that. And your wave's here to stay. So <laughs> I'm you. so excited for all that lies ahead for you. I want to make sure that people can stay tapped in with all the things that you're doing. Music speaking, <laughs> non-for-profits, projects, yeah. all that good stuff. How can people stay connected with you? 
Y'all follow your girl on Asian Alexis. That's all my social media. If you're on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, that's A-J-I-O-N-A. Alexis, A-L-E-X-U-S. And I have to get better with the social media because I'm really? like right on the brink of, you know, in the 90s where I grew up not as big as it is yeah. now. And so it's still kind of a transition thing, but... You know, it's okay. It's, sometimes I just want to just quit it all together. Yeah, so you know, don't like don't feel away. Yeah. Don't feel away. The people will still come to your page right. because you are amazing. Thank you. And so I want to thank you for the time. And I'm grateful to it because I feel like the next time I try to interview you, girl, I'm gonna have to talk to five thousand publicists, go through all this red tape. She's gonna be somewhere getting Oscars and all and I'll be I'm like, gonna be in the White you House. Remember when we were at the, we were in the <laughs> studio that right. one time? You're like, girl, I don't know who you are. No. Uh, but so much lies ahead for you. It's been an honor. Thank and a you. Pleasure. I have one question for you. Yes. I always ask people when I've worked with them, what is the biggest lesson you've learned this year that's been helpful for you? Ooh, this year. Mm. No one ever interviews me. That's funny. <laughs> um it's not re- patience sounds so cliche. But I'll put it this way. When you are well aware that you're in a shifting season, mm-hmm. even despite that, sometimes it's difficult to stay where you are and still push and work in the capacity that you're currently in because you're so anxious to get to what you know God has for you. Right. So for me, I'm learning. Stay put. Stay mm-hmm. put doesn't mean get complacent. It doesn't mean just settling to where you are, but it means diligently and gracefully and faithfully work where you are in knowing that God is preparing you for the next thing and it's going to happen. So that's that's probably the biggest lesson this year that I'm learning. That's dope. I would say mine is, I've been telling everybody, is don't forget to use your superpower. Mm. And your superpower is whatever that is. You know, if you ask you a question like, what's the biggest thing I learned? And my superpower is, like you said, to patience. Yeah. Um, recognizing where I am, believing in myself and staying planted, like you said, and grounded in patience and understanding that you are your center. So, anyway. Come on, yeah, man. Of- <laughs> but Girl. So that's cool. It's like use your superpower, whatever that is. That's been my my whole thing for this year. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with You're me in the question. What a way to wrap this interview. We're done. That's so Damn, good. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sharina Cole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. This is just a thought, just a thought. It's my opinion. It's just a thought, just a thought. Get out your feelings. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 